We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlin Navas, and with me today, it's producer co-founder, Mr. Brian Ward. Howdy, y'all. We, you know what's funny? I, I feel like you were processing what to say. Yeah. Am I, am I, I usually don't know what I want to say. I just, just say stuff. Usually you've been going with the woo, and then today you just went with a howdy, y'all, which is, I think is a new yeah. thing. I mean, we did beat Houston, so. Okay, here we go. Uh, we have our statistician, uh, Professor Photoshopper, back from New Orleans. And I have debauchery with our own Heat Twitter president, Alf, Professor Screw Up, Alex Toledo, and our uh, Photoshopper and anime lover, Brass Jazz. They all went to New Orleans and got hammered. Now he's back and alive. The other ones have not made it. Christian. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> you guys are so lame. Yeah. <laughs> And her return to the program, the voice of reason, the first lady herself, King Kate. Howdy. I guess we're doing howdy. You guys are so <laughs> Kate is back from maternity leave. Can we call it maternity leave? Let's call it maternity leave. We can totally call it maternity yeah. leave. We had a baby and he's a, he's a beautiful, beautiful boy who's giving joy to the world. And he's a, is he asleep? Is he, is he in bed? Um, he was falling asleep when I left him, but he doesn't like to sleep right now. He likes to be awake, so most likely awake. not not sleeping. More awake than James Harden on defense last night. As a heat That's not hard to do. Destroy the Houston <laughs> Rockets. They give them a thrashing. They were up by like they were up like forty at one point, right? Forty one points was their biggest lead in the second quarter. Let me yeah, tell you something. I think they got to forty points multiple times. Yeah, they got to forty the points in the third quarter as well. So Last night was kind of, I think, heat fa- cocky Heat fans comeback, because like you know the Bucks game was only the second game of the season, and like it's like okay it's early and whatever, but this Rockets game, the the shellacking of Houston, was the was Heat Twitter Heat fans just preening peacocking. It felt it felt like we were back. What do you mean we felt we are back, baby? Let's this feels, go! Woo! This feels like the Canes. You know how the Canes are like always back every like third year? This feels like us. Like, are we back? Is he are the heat back? Oh, 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 oh. My Christian. I was hoping Christian would join me there. Christian, are they back? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it's, <laughs> it, it's hard to t- put too much stock in. Uh, man, who was it? It was a Sreaky shooter. Um, he he <laughs> tweeted that night. The Rockets are down more than thirty points to the Heat. 
Shout out to the NBA schedule makers for allowing James Harden to spend a Saturday night in Miami. And it really made me think. It really showed. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> Kate's not in her head. There's a lot to do here on Saturday night. Yeah, no. I, I think it's exciting. It's, the start of the season has been super exciting. And this game, I would say, would hold the most weight so far. So I can see why everybody like super pumped. And I want this to be like the direction that we continue to trend. But I wouldn't take it as like, all right. We got the season on lock. We're good. Like it's a, they were out. They were partying, and everybody was lagging. And you know, James Harden doesn't play defense anyway. So on top of everything, it just it just to me, it's not like yeah. Right. I mean, I I love getting jokes in on James Harden, but I mean, the real joke last night was Russell Westbrook. Oh my God, <laughs> Russ was dude. He was getting clowned. It was Mine, bad. That's your guy. 42. That's Kate's guy. That's Kate's guy. Yo, I I've, I've always loved Russ. Like, she was deflecting. Did you see that? That was I expertly done by Kate. She was shifting the blame to Harden and protecting I Westbrook. I can't do it. It's like in my heart. Like I just can't. I can watch it and I can feel sad about it on the inside, but like the words will not come out of my mouth. It's like when Lowry chokes, I just can't say it. Like when Lowry's like having a choke job, I, I can't say it. I was like, oh man, that's unfortunate. It ain't coming out of my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> I feel that. Um, I'll, You know what? I'll say this about the heat. And I know that, you know, I've thought about it a lot, you know, all day. I've been on planes, so I've had a lot of thinking time about what I was going to say today. And while I do think a lot of fans are overreacting because, like, the schedule's been a little light. They've had the Hawks twice, one and a half games without Trey Young. Um, they've had uh, a Bucks team that was very good that they won in overtime, but also they almost tried to throw up the game uh, all over themselves. Uh, Minnesota team that they lost to that's, I think, okay but not great. And then uh, they, um, they didn't look good for three quarters against a Memphis team that's meh. Right? So, like, that's all true. But Jimmy Butler has not played that many games, and he hasn't really been scoring the ball well. What did he have, like a 49 true shooting percentage I read today? Right? So it's like he's not even firing at, like, full speed yet. Right? So, like, their best player, the guy who's supposed to take them over the edge, isn't even, like, himself yet. And I think that that's really encouraging. And they also haven't been healthy. They've had guys in and out of the lineup. James Johnson just came back. Deion's still not back. Who knows if he's even coming back. Jimmy Butler missed some time with the baby stuff. Um... Now, Justice is out. DJJ's out. So, like, they still have been kind of banged up anyway, and they've still been able to put this together. So, while I think a lot of what we're seeing, especially on offense, may feel a little bit anomalous, I do think that they're going to be able to maybe sustain some sort of really good play because their best player still hasn't arrived yet in the way that, that we expect him to. I think that, that I mean... It's a fair point, and it's all true. But you could also say the same for a lot of other teams in the league right now. Everybody's kind of, like, getting the wheels moving, and there's been a lot of injuries, a lot of people sitting out, and nobody's really, like, in full force. So, obviously, Jimmy Butler's not in full force. I would say the whole team is not in full force, but there's a lot of other teams that are also not in full force. So, like, maybe give it another month, and then, you know, it might look a little more realistic. But, you know. I think a good example of that is the Bucks. how, like, Brooke Lopez has been really horrible to start the year. And I, I think a lot of people assume that he's kind of going to get that form back yeah. because he's He's really pretty bad for Team USA, so I don't know. I wouldn't wager uh, your weight on that. Uh, well, you know, like, the Celtics weren't great for Team USA either, and now they look good. Kemba, I know, started off really rough. So, I mean, honestly, like, the only teams that I feel like have played, like, really well since, like, just from the start have been the – even I mean, the Bucks have been awesome other than that one Miami loss. Um uh, the Raptors have been really good. The Celtics have been really good. And the Sixers have been really good. But Miami's right there with them. And that's in encouraging. Yeah, in the East. In the East, yeah. We're about in the West. I think the Lakers <laughs> yeah. have been pretty good besides the, the Lakers, Lakers have been The Lakers, honestly, the Lakers defense has really surprised me. I got, I'm I'm shocked. I don't know how much of that's Dwight. Um, I feel like he's, he helps a he, lot. Yeah, Do you know really that good. Dwight leads the NBA in plus minus? He's like shooting 79% from the field. I just read that. I, I have to like double check. That feel like a typo. Like, Who, who's lead, who's the leader for the Heat right now in plus minus? Uh, just sure as better, baby. No, it's it's Jimmy. Yeah, it's Jimmy over and, and he didn't even play three games. Oh well, yeah, last night really helped. But I think and before coming into the Rockets game, it was Justice Winslow. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh, Christian, was it you that tweeted out the stats of like Jimmy and Justice on the floor together? The Heat are just like wrecking teams. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's only been like fifteen really minutes, small. you know. Listen, but listen, but, listen, but <laughs> when has that ever stopped us before? <laughs> yeah, it's been fifteen minutes. Like, 
I'd that's, say that's, 30 that's, minutes is where you can start <laughs> messing around with stuff. 15 <laughs> minutes is still, that's 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 not enough. Well, he had the best four- size theater doesn't show movies uh, under 30 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> Christian, Christian, is it true or not true that the, he had the best four-man rotation in NBA right now? Uh, that That's true. Who is that four-man rotation? Blaze on overall plus minus. It's actually been Kendrick Nunn, uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, Bam Adebayo and Myers Leonard. That's How amazing. sustainable is the Myers stuff? Like the Myers stuff in positive lineups. I think he's been the biggest surprise so far this season. I feel like he's been bad for half the games and he's been like good for like the other half. It's been he, like, oh, what the, are you going to get? The Heat have a lower defensive rating with him on the court than off, which I was not expecting that feels, to happen at that all. So yeah, that probably won't hold up, but like that's that's gonna be something I'm paying attention to. If he's not a noticeable liability defensively, and right now he 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 was a little bit early on in preseason, but he really hasn't been nearly as bad as I thought. I think the one game I can recall he was really bad defensively was that game against Minnesota when he was guarding Carl Anthony Towns. Until that he got was switched not, on yeah, to that's, that's not his fault. That's Carl Anthony Towns being legitimately just a destroyer of worlds. But that was like Zach his Lowe, biggest sore game I, I could, that I can remember. Zach Lowe once called Carl Anthony Towns the most offensively gifted big man in the history of the league. I mean, you saw that game against the Wolves, right? Oh yeah, that guy's he, incredible. He showed, it. he showed that 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 like that same kind of like James Harden, like crazy, like agile step back into a three pointer that is just so natural and is just bottoms up, like he's, he's that crazy, at right? seven foot tall. Like, what the fuck is that? I've gotten to the point with Myers that I'm okay with not starting Kelly, and I'm a big Kelly fan. And you know, ever since he really won me over after the signing, uh, I've been a big Kelly defender. But I- I'm starting to think that maybe they should kind of ride with Myers, which kind of led me to thinking. And I was kind of tweeting about this today. They're ha- they have six guys that are bigs that can play, right? So they have Myers Leonard, they have Kelly Olynyk, they have Chris Silva, they have James Johnson. And they have Bam Adebayo, and they have Derek Jones Jr. Right, so those are all guys that can play power forward to center, and that's a, that that's that's gonna be kind of something to look at going forward because now that JJ's back, now that JJ's back and healthy, and he played really well yesterday, um, that's gonna be a lot of questions as to what the hell, how how is this minutes distribution gonna be? Is it gonna be if Myers has it going, he stays in, then who gets out? When Derek Jones comes back, is he going to have a place? I mean, he'll probably play a lot of small forward, but they have Jimmy there now. And, like, you know, and Justice isn't even playing. So, like, I, there's, like, there's a lot there's a lot of logjam right now. And I think going forward, probably some guy gets moved. I mean, they did it last season, right? So, with the guards, um, they had a huge logjam at guard, and now it's now it's at forward. So, I'm, I'm kind of wondering what you guys are thinking about this because it really stuck out to me because, like, J.J. played so well that it's like, okay – <laughs> what are we going to do? They're going to have to send Chris Silva down, and then I don't really know what they're going to do after that. Yeah, Chris Silva is actually expected to fly with the team tomorrow. He did not practice today, but he is flying with the team for tomorrow's game, so he will be available, and he's already used three of his 45 service days currently. That's wild. Are they going to use him? They're probably going to use him. He played the last game, but he played garbage minutes, but I could see him playing more minutes against Denver. They have a bigger lineup compared to Houston. I mean, they were going a lot of Kelly JJ last night, which I thought was surprising. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I for really long don't stretches. know. Um, because I I really like JJ's minutes, and I kind of do want to see him more. I don't know how many minutes he should gain with DJJ coming back and Winslow, but I'm expecting Justice to come back. Apparently, he was close to playing yesterday's game, but they held him out an extra game just so that his lower back stiffness would heal up. So he's had an extra two days to recover. So I'm assuming he'll be available for tomorrow's game. I mean, you expect Justice to start. Probably Duncan's minutes would go down. He's the other guy. It's like, what the hell do you do with him? Like, he's like a plus shooter who's not getting killed on defense. Yeah, and he had seven threes in the game yesterday. You know what I thought was interesting is that, you know, I think maybe we're kind of overlooking Duncan a little bit. Because I was reading this article, uh, this Chris Haynes article uh, that that he uh, released today uh, about Jimmy Butler oh, yeah. and why and uh, how he viewed the reaction to his free agent decision as disrespect. And obviously, you know, everybody, all the Philadelphia people, are like, oh, he went to go retire in Miami, ha 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 ha, which is still super lame. But 
I mean, anyway, I was going through the article and he's talking about how he really connects with the people on this team. And, and I quote, look at the motherfucker nun. Look at him. He's got so much of me in him, it's scary because his confidence continues to grow. The same thing with our Rook Tyler Hero and Duncan. He went out of his way to mention Duncan he right after Tyler Duncan. Hero. He like, and honestly, like, he's Duncan's one of the guys I've been, I was so surprised with the first preseason game because he was the one who looked so much more different from a body perspective than last season. He's a much bigger player now. Oh, yeah. And I think he's maybe the guy who's really going to make a leap this season. Maybe he'll end up being the most improved player. Who knows? Are we sure that he just wasn't grouping the white guys together? I don't know, man. He he went seven of eleven from behind the arc. Kendrick Nunn is in white. <laughs> you know what I meant. White Doug is guys, why, 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 why? <laughs> I I honestly don't like. I feel like DJJ. I like him. And I think that he's gonna really have to shoot the ball well. Um, Who got that ESPN? Alert? Yeah, I, re- I really that? like DJJ. Oh. Get that ESPN notification. What happened, Chris? Break some news. Watch live NHL on ESPN Plus. The Coyotes look to remain hot as they travel to Edmonton to face the Oilers. Wait a second, ESPN got hockey? When did this happen? Yeah, That's wait. The worst notification ever. <laughs> Hold on, wait a second. Wait, a, I, I think the breaking news here is that ESPN got hockey. Did anybody know this? I don't pay attention to hockey. Kate, Who did you know hockey? This? No. Kate, what is hockey? You've been around the world. Is that the thing where you skip class for a day? <laughs> that was such a bad joke. I hate you. That was Another so breaking news: sources say someone has been stabbed to death over a Popeyes chicken sandwich at the Popeyes in Oxon Hill, Maryland. <sighs> Man, has anybody had that? I haven't had a Popeyes chicken. Sandwich. I had it. I, I had it right before it. It they took it away, like two days before they took it away. It was very good. I would have it again. Kate, have you? Had would it? you kill someone for it? Stab someone to death. I don't think I could kill someone over a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Apparently, somebody thinks that, so it must be pretty good. I haven't had it, okay. so I can't speak on it, but. Better than a pups up, Chris. Better than a chicken tender pups up. Yes. Whoa. Wait, what? What? That's a bold statement. That's uh, that's the hottest take that's gonna be said today. Look, the the chicken tender pups up is very good, but like, yes. Duncan Robinson loves some chicken tender pups up. Duncan does. Brian did journalism and found that out. It's his nice. favorite pups up. Um, I I do. They have too many guys. Like, we're here. We're ha- they have too many guys, which is a good thing. And I think Spo likes that because he can be super versatile. But I'm – you know, like, I, I really want to do the show where I say, like, they're ready to contend. Look how good they are, this and that. But I, I just – I need to see more. This road trip's going to be really telling. Uh, they have Denver coming up, which is going to be – at least they don't have Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. Can, can we, like – can we be happy about that? Yeah, they have well, the they Lakers have, they have on the, the Lakers second night of a back-to-back. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they play three games in four nights. So they play at Denver, at Phoenix, and at L.A. If they go 2-2, two and two, you're taking that, right? No, it's it's three games. No, they're going 4-0. Oh. What? Or, How many yeah, games they're, they're, right? they're winning three a games. game they don't even have to three play. Games. They're going 4-0. Oh. Three. There's three games, though. I know they're going four and zero. If they go one and two, are you upset? Yes. No, I'm not going to be upset. I I would be. I think they're going to go two and one, and I feel like that loss is going to be against Phoenix. <laughs> That'd be so Miami <laughs> Kate's laughing because it's so true. Hey, Phoenix looks good. You guys are laughing, but they're they look pesky. Good. They're uh, they're feisty. They do look good. They do Tyler I, I Johnson, think... man. Oh my God, Tyler Johnson revenge game. Have they played? The, the sun since they no they have TG. not that no they have not that's look at Phoenix is a six seed right now okay Phoenix is ahead of Utah Houston and Portland last I saw they were one of the only teams in the NBA with the top ten offense and defensive rating Miami too though well now yeah. Miami after this past game Miami's a one seed right now man two seed right now over the Raptors and the Bucks yeah. NBA championship Raptors. oh um, yeah, oh we got seventy sixers Suns tonight game yeah. to watch yes. That's ice. That's pest. The pet in uh, in Phoenix. They're pesky, man. Yes, in Phoenix. Okay. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about 
Justice coming back because him and Jimmy, to Christian's point earlier, haven't played a lot yet. And we don't have a lot of data. We have a 15-minute sample. It's very good. Um, but not, they've both kind of struggled to score the ball when they're on the floor with each other. And that's been a little concerning to me. I do think that they'll figure that out. And I do think that Justice has not shot the ball well. He's done everything else incredible, though. And I, I just, again, like, there's, there's so many moving parts to this team. It's like, is Justice going to, is our Ju- Justice and Jimmy going to kind of find their offensive group scoring the ball in terms of efficiency? How real is Kendrick's done play? Because he's been incredible. Did not have a good game last time. Was in foul trouble. Um, and I happen to think that, like, his shooting is probably the most valuable thing he brings to them. Because him being a plus shooter has really changed the dynamic of how they can play in a way that I don't think any of us really accounted for. Like, they have a guy who can shoot the ball, attack a closeout, and not get burned on defense. Like, (laughs) what? He's like Mario Chalmers, but better. Like, I, I I don't think any of us... I think people knew that he had the ball skills and the kind of getting to the rim stuff and the athleticism, but, like, I don't think anybody had him as a shooter. Which has completely changed their spacing and like what what they're they're, they're number nine in offense, right? They're, oh, I don't uh, know. According to I think NBA stats, they are both spec. Uh, was it Spectrum? Spec? What do you call it? No, but uh, the NBA dot com stats is the one that calculates offensive efficiency the correct way. So, um, <laughs> there there is no correct way yes, to make a statistic. The Gianni. standard the standard <laughs> industry standard would dictate that it's that. Sure. I don't know, guys. Like, I... I... <laughs> Why are you making fun of me? I mean, move... it's, it's, the, it's the league's website, so Who yes. Who the hell uses guess, a basketball reference? establishing the industry because Chris, they are Chris, the industry. hold on, wait a second. If someone comes out <laughs> using the basketball reference offensive efficiency... I guess you that wouldn't be the industry standard because I don't think basketball reference is run by the NBA. Okay, but like they, they calculate it weird, is. and I don't like it. Like, the basketball reference one's not good, and the NBA.com stats one is good. Okay, whatever. I mean, it's just different ways of calculating, but whatever. Yes, a, good and there, bad. Okay, there's a, there's a correct, there's a correct, a correct way, not a correct. Way. Okay, uh, let me see. I, I have, I, I hadn't really looked at it there. This is the the are ninth, we like to call ninth Google. in offensive rating, fourth in defensive rating, and then according to Synergy, they have them at seventh in offensive rating and fourth in defensive rating. I saved you a click. Thank you very much. Uh, Jimmy's been Chris. I know that you've been tweeting about like making Jimmy's case for Depoy, uh, which he's been incredible. I mean, his hands have been legit, and Dave. I mean, he I mean, has the freakiest hands. And now that I'm watching it full time, I'm like really paying attention to it. His like instincts to just know exactly when to swipe and just like hit a ball with like the top of his hand is ridiculous. It's fundamentals. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know if he's just on a hot streak and like if he's gonna be able to keep that up. He's not gonna wild. average four steals. He's not no, gonna average. I, four I mean, steals. I would. That would be. That would be wild. Four point two steals. Give him that point. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The four point two steals. I mean, they have so many guys that are just doing so many. Like Jimmy's doing literally everything on the court except for scoring efficiently. Bam is a five assist a game passer, which is like, what the hell? Who the hell saw that coming? A lot of people, Gianni. Just not you. Just not me. <laughs> He was averaging like four last season. He wasn't averaging like, for thirty-six minutes. Now he's for thirty-six yeah, minutes, for, and for he 36. was having a lot of his minutes eaten by a certain individual. I, that certain individual has never had a five-assist game. <laughs> Bam is averaging that. Jokic is at Jokic last year was at seven assists. So Bam's not quite there yet, but he's on the Jokic trajectory. Jokic went from two point four to four point nine to six point one to seven point three. How how real is the Bam most improved uh, train? gonna be i mean just because he's gonna be i mean he he could he might mess around and be like a top 20 player this season like in terms of like stat production and so obviously that is gonna you know i mean i know a lot of you guys play like fantasy basketball so like i feel like a lot of like the popularity of younger players comes from how well they do in fantasy and how much that gets people off so I mean, you know. I feel like he's a good fantasy player, but like not. I feel like this, he player. must be having his fantasy breakout season, right? No, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I think what you really like in a fantasy perspective is the one point seven steals, the one point seven blocks, one point three steals, and the free throws. The rest, it's like whatever production for a starting center, like thirteen, fourteen, and nine. You're just like, eh, like I, you know, Robin Lopez can give me that, you know, on a good day. 
but it's uh it's the steals, the blocks, the assists from that position, the free throws. Like he's really puts his game together. Like I, I, I and I've said before that I've always had questions about him being like a legit scoring op, like a legit scoring threat that can create on his own. Uh, but he's just like the passing in that Houston game. I mean, he's leading a break looking for guys. Right, like he's getting the rebound and he's bringing the ball up the floor and he's trying to find Tedrick Dunn. He's trying to find where Jimmy Butler is. Like he's he's looking to pass and then when he has the lane, he takes it in. Like I don't know. I know that. I guess I missed the boat. I just did not see this kind of development that quickly from him as as an offensive player, like doing stuff like that. I just didn't have that. So now that you do see him doing this stuff, how do you feel about it? I mean, I still like if. <clears throat> I know that the big thing with me was I would always say, like, if if you can get a star for him, you move him. And I don't know if I legit feel too differently about that. But if that passing is real, like, if this is legit, like, if we're if we're legit talking about Bam's going to be a, f- a five or six assist a game guy, like, you're looking at, like, all-time special territory for this guy as a big man passer. And especially in this, with, with, with what he does defensively, like, yeah, you know. Welcome to the party, Gianni. I, how was I so late to this? Why am I Dude, always late to these parties? I saw this in his first summer league game. Like, young players are always going to be rough around the edges, but it's the flashes that you look for because if you can capture those flashes and repeat it enough, they start doing it all the time. Like, Giannis just started to double leap from the three-point line to the rim and dunking on everyone. Like, it's just like just takes a little molding. Kate, are you a big BAM person? I've always been a big BAM person. I was she freaking knows. BAM, you know I was freaking BAM over Hassan for the longest time. And all he needed was this window to open up. But you know what? I will say that I think that it was good that he played behind Hassan a lot because he did have development time instead of just throwing him into the fire. But now that he has the range to do what he needs to do, I, I mean... I knew this was. I wanted it to happen. I'm not gonna say I knew it was gonna happen. Say you but knew. I say you knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say knew it. it. Say it, I Kate. Knew it. <laughs> Here we go. I knew Bam Adebayo was gonna be special. You guys didn't. What Shut about Tyler Hero? How'd you feel about Tyler Hero? That man, none of. <laughs> Wait, me? Yes. Yeah. Be honest. I, the, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting. Neither you know. were we. Neither were we. Very was it famous. It was the T Rex arms, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I I gave him a little bit of points because, like, you know, he dresses nice, and I'm like, okay, he's got swag, so like, he should be all right. But I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting too much. So that's a pleasant surprise. The holidays are almost here, and you know what that means? Gifts. And what better gift to give than the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, Untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. Untucked shirts always fall at just the right length, no matter his size. So he looks casual and sharp. With more than 50 plus fit combinations, Untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, athletic guys of all ages. I'm a big guy, I have broad shoulders, and I always have a problem finding shirts that are the right arm length and the right shoulder width. It, it's a big thing, but Untucked fits me perfectly. It gets my frame just right, I feel good, I feel form-fitting, it's incredible. The material, the designs, the color options, all so many for me and all kinds of styles living in Miami. You know, we gotta have the flavor, but sometimes we gotta be a little more business casual. So Untuck It has a little bit for everyone. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use promo code BLUE for 20% off checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. And that's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and NFL to cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up, and it's free. 
sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there is no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Again, try for free, free 99, all caps, at sports.axios.com. Where do you rank him on your power rankings of player fashion? Like, even as a rookie, does he break into top 20? No, he has to have at least half a season before I can even put him on the list. Okay, so honestly. we have That's fair, yeah. Yeah. He's got he's to prove himself, and then and then we'll talk about it. What do you think he could debut at? What's a realistic debut? Is he like like the, the the twenty spot, the twenty the twenty best dressed? Are we looking at like current players? Current players, yes, active. So Dwayne Wade is Dwayne Wade does not count, for example. Okay, well he would be pretty on the list, but we have, you know there's a lot there's a lot of sneaky sneaky stylish dudes in the NBA. So I'm gonna say he's gonna come under top twenty, but he might make top twenty. Damn, who Wayne- is the sneakiestly fashionable dude that you? Are aware of? I have a nominee. I, who's your nominee? Wayne Ellington. You. No, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the no, same, what, are you, what just... are you doing to poor Wayne? No, 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 no. No, we're talking about like, come on, like guys that really do it, like they really go hard in the fashion game. Hey, like, he dresses nice. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't wear things that catch your attention. Like Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre is a good one. That's oh, a good one. Kelly Kelly Oubre is like he's up there. Like he is up there. Let me see. I'm, I'm Does Kelly Oubre now. dress better than he plays? I think so. Yeah, for, I, I think, mean I haven't seen him this season. I don't know. I I can't speak on him this season. I think Kelly Oubre falls into the category of maybe he dresses better <laughs> than he plays. And he's not no, a bad actually Ke- Kelly Oubre is a big reason why the Suns are playing so no, well. No, no, no. He's been awesome. That's what everybody yeah. said. Yeah, that's what everybody's yeah. saying. That I can't speak on him this season. In the past, I would say Oh, I just I just googled Kelly Oubre outfits and I totally see what you mean. Right. Okay, for it's the one audience. of those guys that you always pay. You got always got to pay attention to what he's wearing. Look like, at that. We're learning. Oh, you're right, Kate. Look at this. this how okay, you thought I was lying. We're learning. Oh man, he has this all purple outfit. It's not bad. Kate, could you help me with something for my wedding? Oh, I got you. <laughs> I need I need some really nice wedding dress shoes and I don't know which ones to go for. I was thinking of rocking some Chelsea boots from All Saints. That's, that's what I put my husband in for our wedding. But then Go I was Chelsea. also looking at some Salvatore Ferragamo loafers. What the hell are these things? What, what are these things? Oh, you got to have a pair of Ferragamos, man. Like you What's the, what's a Ferragama? Is that a play? Does that involve a, does that involve a back screen? Gianni, you need like a crash course. Like we gotta catch you up to like the basic level. Is this yeah, something man, that like, Spoh says out of timeout? Tell me you're not showing up to a fancy cocktail party in anything but Salvatore Ferragamos. <laughs> I may wear some slacks and like a Calvin Klein shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hey, you're, my, you're my best man. I expect you to wear some Ferragamos too. Do we not wear slacks anymore, Kate? Or slacks not a thing? You better not be wearing pleated pants. That's for sure. Yeah, you have to be no, tight. I'm... Yeah. That, that, I, right. I can't wear what, Brian? Pleated pants. What is that? So you know like those little um, lines that you see on people's pants that make them look really, really like just large for no reason? I think Kelly Oubre is wearing them in one of these pictures. No way. There's no chance. There's no chance? That's been so out of style since like at least the Maybe Kelly Oubre is trying to bring it back, dude. No, but may, they might be tapered. Are they are they tied up? Oh the yeah, ankle? if they're tapered, then they're all right. But still, right. I don't. I, I wouldn't rock with with pleated pants. Yeah, you got You got to be like, yeah, you got to have some swag to pull it off. But it's okay. I, I'll dress Gianni for your wedding also, Thank so you. you don't got to worry about it. Kate, do you think it's funny when like guys wear these outfits after like a loss? Like if Westbrook comes to the podium after like they get shellacked like that, like it's it's a little funny, right? I mean, yes, yeah, sometimes it is, especially Westbrook because his outfits are always like super wild, and he's like full camo. Or like when he wore like the photographer like, or bright orange over, you know. And then you got to go to the podium like that. But you know what? He he loves it, so he doesn't care if you win or lose. Like he knows he looks good, so he owns it. But like, I mean, when you're minus forty six and three for eleven, <laughs> like you just wear your sweats. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, just keep your uniform on, dude. Don't go on like, him. Exactly. Or just next question, everybody. Like, you know, 
Yeah, no, you're right. So, you're right. Kate, next question: If I wear these loafers, for Brian, sweating. don't solicit. You can do this after the damn show. Stop, stop <laughs> soliciting Kate for help during a basketball podcast. Do you wear socks or no? I mean, I mean, obviously you're gonna wear socks, but do you wear those like no-show socks or do you wear actual like dress socks? Well, it depends on what you're wearing. I would. I'm say saying loafers. Like we're talking about the Ferragamo. What's thing. more no-show, James Harden yeah. or the socks? <laughs> damn it, Gianni. I'm in on James Harden. Oh my god! Don't wear socks, Brian. Don't wear socks. Just the no-show socks. You're good. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my god, Brian, you're the worst. Yeah. I Honestly, thought this was very fun. I feel I'm, like we can have a very good NBA podcast that also gives people some tips on style with Kate. I think that's what people I think it's want. Important. It is important. People that's don't want to talk about. It's very taboo. Okay, no. Kate, what, what is the most underutilized that should be utilized more accessory on men? The Spain pick and roll. Kenny, do you really hate us so much that we can't talk fashion for like two minutes? Inverted horns. Go, I, I'm giving you the floor. No, the most underutilized. Um, I think... Yeah, have you seen Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Clarkson and his scarves? His head scarves? <laughs> Jordan Clarkson Jordan wears a what? Clarkson head scarf. Why is Jordan Clarkson wearing a head scarf? <laughs> he wears a head scarf. I can't like, pull can off a head scarf. Yes, you can. You can pull off anything with confidence. I can't too. find it. You said Jordan Clarkson? <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can find it. The first result for Jordan Clarkson head scarf, scarf. is funny. <laughs> it's not even Jordan Clarkson. Are you sure this uh, is Jordan? <laughs> Oh, uh, I, I found a, a search result for Jeremy Clarkson, the guy from uh, uh, the, the driving show. What's it called? <laughs> the British guys. You know, you know the one. Oh, top, top something. Top, top gear. Uh, top top gear. shelf. Or no, it's top, top gear. Top gear. Yeah. I have no idea what that is, but I'll find it for you and I'll send it over because I know I saw. I know I saw this. It was like two days ago. So you're advocating for the for the headscarf. I, I'm advocating for people that can try and pull it off and make underutilized, it look good. Underutilized, Yeah. Most underutilized. I think things like that, if you can pull that off and you have the confidence to make it look good, then you should definitely do it. I have yeah. a question. If if you're planning post-game to wear the headscarf and you're going to debut this, it can't be after a 30-point loss to the Heat, right? Absolutely <laughs> not. It can't be. It needs to be a win. You cannot. You take it up. Yeah. You can't right like you have it and then you leave it in your locker and you're just like I'm not today's not the day. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> or do you, you just ride it. with it? Or you're just like I was committed no. to this. I really wanted to wear this, therefore I'm wearing this. I mean, you wear it. They wear it. The thing is, they wear it to the game, so people see it anyways. So you might as well just wear it in the. So like, if you come in, that's fine. Like you can wear it coming in, can but not this? leaving. Not leaving. I see that. I'm, up, I'm putting it in the chat. All right. Yeah, I was like, we have technology. Kate is holding up her phone, like this glary phone to the to the webcam. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet it out too. <laughs> Guys, I'm a show. mom, okay? This is, you've reached peak mom. <laughs> Any other fashion questions for Kate before we move on to... Uh, All right. Well, how do you phone? feel about three-piece or two-piece buttons on blazers or suits? Two. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, three is... I mean, All come right. on. We're not, we're not, we're not in you. the 80s, Brian. Look at that. <laughs> Kate and I agree. We agree on a take. I agree too. I'm trying to second guess my take now that Johnny agreed with me. So. Ryan, how do you feel about the Heat switching a lot on defense? Uh, I feel like it could be better with Winslow. <laughs> there you go. Good take. Chris, do you like it? Uh, yeah, just as better. I'm actually kind of surprised that they've gone to that. I'm surprised that they've incorporated more switching when Spolstra has been pretty, pretty, last couple of years, he's been pretty steady with the drop zone defensive coverages, and now they're switching a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know what I find super hilarious? That apparently, according to Anthony Chiang, uh, they had Dion Waiters doing workouts uh, during <laughs> the game last night, even though he was supposedly active. And honestly, that just cracks me up. Like, where do they have him? Where, where are they hiding Dion Waiters? Yeah, where are they hiding Dion Waiters? And I, I just got like reminded of that because I just saw uh, that Ira Winderman uh, an hour ago tweeted, Spolstra says Dion Waiters will be on the bench and active Tuesday. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have him with like 20 pound dumbbells just doing shoulder press the entire game. Like, so, 
Is Dion traveling with them? Yeah. I would assume. If he's if he's going to be on the bench, I don't know, that'd be great. Oh, you think they put the him on a separate flight? To the AAA. So like a... <laughs> they have a live feed. They have a live feed and he's just there. We're doing shoulder presses. <laughs> Wait, wasn't this a whole thing in the off season? Wasn't this a big deal that he was like Fit. getting in shape and he was like Oh, the haters, everybody doubted me, and I'm getting to get, you know, wasn't this a thing? And yeah. now he's fine again? Yeah, it wasn't him out of shape. He passed the conditioning. He was able to practice during James training Johnson camp. Was James the one Johnson that was the one that was apparently out of shape. Allegedly. I mean, he looks great now. He's lean he machine. looked great at media day. Our, our reporters on the ground, Alf and Alex, said that he looked great. So, I mean, Alf, obviously the epitome of fitness, said that JJ <laughs> looked good. So I'm taking Alf's word for it. <laughs> Wait, so Dion does, but Dion doesn't like. How, how do you lose all that weight and gain it back so fast? I don't I'm think so he gained no, the no, weight. No, 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 he does. He does look good. No, no, oh. he he's not playing because he wanted to start, and they're like, no, you're not starting. Well, he got suspended because he called out, he called out Coach Spo on the on the bench against the Rockets during their preseason game, and then right. like shortly after, he had a whole social media tirade, and then he got suspended. Well, Let it was supposed to be something. a game, but he was, he was basically out for at least four games indefinitely because he was away from the team. Listen, he literally, Dion did what we all want to do. He subtweeted his boss on Instagram and got in trouble for it. <laughs> okay? Like, I think we all have been Dion. We all call our bosses names. We all say that we deserve stuff that we really don't. And uh, he got in trouble for it. And honestly, like, I respect that. Like, I, I never understand when athletes do this because it's like, do they not know it's public? Like, I mean, I don't like. When you subtweet someone, don't you almost want the, you do it because you want no, them no, to no, see but it? Like, you like, want them to see it. You're overtly responding to something, like in a way where it's clear what your intention is, and you know that what you're typing is visible to other people on social media. It's just like you know the attention on yourself as you know an athlete in the biggest league in the world. Yeah, but you do it because like you know. Not not that we not that we're athletes and we have eyes on us, but like when you substitute someone, you want them to see it, so you do it. But then you it's, also it's, okay, want no, to... no, Gianni. But you're not using you're not using subtweet correctly. Like you, a subtweet is when you tweet about someone and there's it's not it's not clear in any way it's who cryptic. you're talking about. Yeah, there's some yeah. crypticness. Yeah, he, it was very clear what he was talking about, and that's I mean, he's the problem. Bad at it. Like, he, he's bad at it. Like he's not really good at basketball sometimes. I like Dion. No, no, hold on. I like Dion. I think Dion's a good player. I think Dion can help this team. I'm pro Dion Waiters. He's not from the bench. There's no way he's going to get minutes on his team, guys. I mean, it's just. He's better than Duncan. He's better than Duncan. No, he's not. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. When was the last time Dion Waiters had seven threes in a game? (laughs) Look up those stats for me. Maybe it's Warriors. I I can do that. <laughs> I mean, like, I I think as a backup guard, he can help. I mean, he's a guy that can handle the ball. D- Duncan, oh, you're talking about yeah. Dion Waiters still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought we had already moved on. I mean, because Duncan, you could play at the three, kind of, right? So you can kind of like slide him in. Well, no, him. Duncan is a three. Like, I mean, they're playing. I don't think he could guard. be anything else. Duncan could be whatever he wants to be, guys. They he looks him? big, man. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like he like he's 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 a bigger guy. I love me some Duncan. <laughs> uh, so I have not found a Dion Waiter seven point uh, seven three pointer game in the last three years because okay. it does not exist. It's probably right. never happened. Yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> find that. <laughs> Listen, I'm pro Dion, dude. I want him. I want him to uh, to be on the team. I'm sure that they're gonna try to move him. Um, I saw Ethan from Five Reasons throw out something like a Marvin Williams for a DJJ and Dion. I don't really know how that money works out. Doesn't he, doesn't work cap. in the salary cap. No. Yeah, That's, they're hard cap. But like it, it, we'd be some, going three three million over to pay for Marvin Williams. So yeah, yeah, it's not sort of, it does not work. Some sort of Marvin Dion swap. Um, I don't really know. Like because because they're hard capped, I kind of feel like a trade is a little difficult for them. Just have the I don't, salaries. I don't know. Why trade anything? Like this team has no visible hole right now. Chris, Until one been, presents itself, why are you going to trade anybody? You you've been pretty loud and you say don't touch this team. Not yet. Like the second that the league finds a hole in it, 
and exploits it and this they start to lose some games because of it i'll start to think that they need to do something but what is their obvious need right now they got shooting maybe just the turnovers so maybe if they had a better point guard I mean that's all I'm saying. Like if you like if you want to, the, the rationale that I do understand is like you have a lot of talent all of a sudden, and you're eventually not going to be able to pay them all. So at some point, maybe you try to use three or four of them and swing for a big big fish, you know. But yeah, I wouldn't touch it otherwise. I mean you have so much young talent on the team that just seems to be finding itself around a real leader. I'm waiting for Giannis 2021, guys. I kind of saw a report that he was interested in the Raptors. Did you guys see that? What? No. I saw that over the weekend. Was it like from a legitimate source? I saw it on Instagram, so probably not. Okay. There was a jersey swap involved, and I was like, man, Giannis Giannis looks nice in a Raptors jersey. When was the last time the Raptors ever signed a major free agent? Um, does I Kyle Lowry case. count? Re- does re-signing Kyle Lowry count? Does no. Okay, Raptors Nation rumor: Toronto plans to make a run for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Raptors Nation is that really the account? I I, I just Twitter search Giannis Raptors. But that says that the Raptors plan to. We're, pursue we're wasting too much time on this guy. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're doing the Miami Heat beat podcast. I'm last. just saying, you guys brought up Giannis, and I, I'm just, I, I saw. No one brought the Raptors, G. Nobody okay, John Hollinger. John you. Hollinger. Sources say Raptors will pursue Giannis in 2021. So we that doesn't from, say Giannis is interested. It's just John Hollinger saying that they're going to try. Well, everybody and John Hollinger's credible. I mean, he worked for the Memphis yeah. Grizzlies. George Dono and Ethan Skolnick seem to think that Giannis and Miami may be an actual thing, especially since Bam and Giannis share the same agent and are and very they're boys. close friends. They're boys. They're close. They're buds. And Leif, so. has, Leif has told us about this. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, I think Bam's worn Giannis's shoes multiple times in the last yep. few years. Yes, he has. During games. They were Could you imagine to work them out? on defense together? Oh, that'd be fantastic. I mean, Bam, Bam and Jimmy defensively is everything that we've dreamed of. Could you imagine Bam, Jimmy... Justice and Giannis as your starting four? Like, who the hell's scoring on them? So, I, what if I told you that Giannis and Bam are just like Super Saiyan versions of Jordan and Pippen? I believe you. Like, on defense? Hell yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Like, yeah, I, no, and I, not in the I, sense I, that they need to be like good shooters or anything, that they are just going to assault you with athleticism. Do you guys yeah. think that the organization was ready? For them to be so ahead of schedule? Yes. Because, like, I think that the I mean the national media especially has been, been really taken aback. It's like, whoa. Like, people, like, they're turning ears. Like, now that people are talking, it's like, Miami, what? Yeah. Last night, Miami's doing what? Yeah. Like, Jimmy Butler did what? Like, he's not even playing that well. Look what he's doing. Like, the stat lines are, are stuff. Like, Bam is doing what? Like, Kendrick Nunn, who? Like, they're a little bit ahead of schedule, I feel. I, I, I mean, would. Do you know what's wild? I was just looking at this right now. You know what percentage of the Heat's offense this season has been run through Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero? I'd probably say 30%. 30%. Damn, I nailed it! They are the two leaders in possessions on the team. Think about get, that. Do I get something? That, that was good by me. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, good, it's it's like twenty nine and a half. But I'm gonna give you the third. Thank you, thank you. Like, rounding up, that rounding up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 incredible. And the, the, debatably, the three guys that people look at as the most complete players on the team are, you know, Bam, Justice, and Jimmy. They are fourth, fifth, and sixth in possessions on the team. So it's it's these it's the young guards and, and Goron that are really carrying the offense, but. Honestly, to me, this team is really built more about around defense, and this hot shooting is cool, and this, you know, increased pace, you know, that they're playing playing much faster than they were last season, is is obviously much more fun to watch. You love seeing your team score 120 points a game on a semi regular basis, um, but if that defense is as real as it looks, uh, that's a contender. So like, I, have to a, me. I have a question: Is this defense peaking? 
Like, is this as good as they're going to be? Or do you think they have another level to go to? This defense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you haven't even seen Winslow play that many minutes with Jimmy on the court, and you haven't even gotten DJJ back still. So if you add those two guys, I mean, I can only imagine it gets much better from here, guys. I you mean, added James to- Johnson just yesterday. You're adding three-plus premier yeah. perimeter defenders. We have to look at their matchups in the East and who they're going to have to play, right? So, like, I think that for sure the, the East is going to have to go through either Milwaukee or Philadelphia, and then you're going to have a second-round matchup with either them, uh, the Raptors, or the Celtics, right? So, like, that's kind of, like, the group that you're looking at. So, if you're Miami, you're, like, we need to get in that third spot. We need to get in that fourth spot. We need to get – we need to vault one of the Raptors or the Celtics. And then those are kind of the matchups that we're going to look at playing against, and you're going to have to be, okay, what what do they have against these super huge Philly lineups? We know what they could do against the Bucks, and I actually think that's probably the matchup they oddly want the most. Yeah, like out of those two teams, I think that they they take the Bucks, and then I think that the Celtic team is going to be a team that they match up well against because they're going to have a lot of different defenders to throw at all those Celtic wings because like they have a bunch of guys that can guard like two through four, right? So I, I don't even think that's going to be an issue. Yeah, and even um, if Boston plays small, which they will, you have the. The personnel that play small. I too. think Miami would prefer that. I don't think I think Miami can play big, but I think in a series against a team like Boston, I think they they'd want to go to one big. And if they go Kelly Bam, Kelly can absolutely play against those smaller lineups yeah. as he has like his entire tenure here. So, which by the way, that was something weird from yesterday's game. They had Harden on Bam like most of the night. I don't I, like like you. You're saying that Houston had. Uh, yeah, Harden. Bam on also defended. On Bam. Bam also defended Harden. Yeah, but still, I found that very strange. I kind of get it because Harden's a really good post-up defender. And if you're going to live with Bam post-ups, like if Bam's going to post up every possession, I think if you're Houston, you take that. Right? So you're kind of trying to bait them into kind of mucking up their offense by having a guy who's not really a post-up big posting up a guy who's really strong, lower body, pushed a guy off a block. I know last season, James was one of the best post defenders in the league. So it makes sense. And I, I, I would probably would have done that too. And I think that's kind of on Bam to kind of, maybe kind of make his face-up game a little stronger. Don't don't put a guard on me. I, I'm not going to let you put a guard on me. I'm going to post you up. I'm going to face you up in, in, in that in that mid-block. Like I'm not going to let that happen. And you're going to be able to exploit a lot of mismatches on that. And also there's going to be a big guy on a guard. So Jimmy or Kendrick Nunn are going to be able to go to work on a bigger guy if they can kind of fling the ball around. So I like, I like that for them. I like them exploiting those matchups. Um, but I get why Houston did it. They're good guys. Like they're we're looking yeah. at these matches. Like I really want to see them play Philly. I yeah. really want to see how they look. When's that next that, that game? I think is this this month. I'm pretty sure. I think it's at the end of the month. Um, you can you can look that up while we talk this out. But like, yeah, Christian, like I I don't really know. Like they, Miami's in kind of in a very unique spot that they can go big because of their versatility with their bigs. They can go big or they can go small. Oh, they play Philadelphia two days before my birthday on the 23rd. Woo, happy early birthday. Yeah. No, I'm going to get my birthday to get for my birthday when we feast on the Charlotte Hornets at home. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I don't. I wouldn't touch this team until we actually see a real weakness. Like, the, the big men look, I'd say they look better than we thought. I mean, we're barely even using Kelly. But what I'm saying is, like, are you going to go at – are you going to go at Philly big or are you going to try to get them to go smaller? No, just, I mean, throw Myers I mean, and Bam if, out if, there. And I mean, it, it honestly, it depends on how the game goes. If you're playing well enough, you're going to dictate the terms and they'll have to adjust to you. I but, can kind of see that being a, yeah. a series where they could start JJ and you could kind of put JJ on Al Horford because I think he has a body type to kind of not let Al do too much. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of have Bam on Embiid, and then you kind of have help all around, and with Justice in the backcourt, like you, you can go, you can go pretty big with Jimmy and Bam in the backcourt, and DJJ. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's like you have to create. I mean, the way those two teams are playing, though, those games are going to be played entirely in transition because they are the. Two, I think they're still the two worst turnover teams in the league. Um, you know, and you got a bunch of really great defenders on each team. There's going to be like. 40 steals in the game probably which should make it fun I really want that series can you imagine Jimmy Butler playing against Philly this year in the playoffs like Miami is Miami game? Just, 
the Heat players don't like like there's a J. Justice wants his revenge game, man. He's coming from Ben Simmons' ass. A lot of those guys are still there. Goron's still there. Like, hey, do you remember that series? That was like that was a fun ass, hard hating series. Yeah, no, it was fun. But it's I feel like anybody who plays against Philly at this point is like has there's a lot of hating going on because Joel Embiid just like always starts shit with everybody. Oh yeah, that fight from last week was fun. That yeah, was I know. incredible. It was awesome. And then Ben Simmons with cat in a headlock <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. Peacemaker like, Ben no Simmons. Nothing like what? Okay. Peacemaker. Did you guys see NBA desktop uh, their coverage of the fight? Yes. No. Oh, man. It was it was really funny. And uh, Jason Concepcion pointed out that uh, the, <laughs> the Minnesota coaches outran Andrew Wiggins to the, to the brawl. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins <laughs> was very briskly jogging. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him for not wanting to get mixed up in other people's <laughs> shit. Like that's how people like get rolled on top of. Like those are big an men. Angle. Not Ben like, Simmons yeah. though. Ben Simmons no, no, is ready. No thanks. I'm trying. I'm trying to protect me. Al Horford was standing like kind of away from it with his hands on his hips, saying, "I'm very." Plus, man, like these days, these NBA fights, it's like play fighting. They're like wrestling, you know. They're I like. I mean, Cat got him in a headlock. That was that, that play was fighting. Like, that was one of the most intense NBA fights I've seen in like a hot minute. I feel. <laughs> There was people on like the they floor. really got into it. They and Ben Simmons really was rolling on the floor with Cat in a headlock. Like, no, no, that he definitely had him in. Like I, I know a headlock when I see one. That was that was a headlock. Yeah. Like, MB tried poking Cat in the eye. I just, saw that. I saw that. That was yeah, yeah. Embiid, I feel, right? I feel like Cat really wanted to fight. Yeah, I feel Cat was ready to fight. I, I feel like, like they would have let the two of them go at it and beat and Cat. Then yeah, they definitely would have fought, but. People get involved and they can't get to each other. You never know. Ibaka's are always ready to fight. Ibaka always wants to fight. I like guys who are ready to fight. We need more fight. I'm in, I have I'm in the position that we need more fights in the NBA. I thought you meant we need more fighters on the Heat. I mean, well, they're here pretty good. We got James Johnson, UD still. Chris, babe, Chris I mean, Silva. Chris Silva needs to be trained in the art of the. He abortion. probably could fight if he wanted to. Chris Silva looks like too nice a kid. He looks like a nice guy. He needs a little bit of mean mug in him. I'm still not forgetting that image of him like holding on the ball for dear life. That was so funny. This culture, man. That, that listen, they've this season, the th- the thirty and eleven season. I feel was just like where the idea of culture was born and propagated. This is gonna be like, this is gonna be the year it takes off. Like culture's <laughs> back. I think I saw was it ESPN? I can't remember where it was, but I think the Heat are currently on pace to win fifty-eight games, according to one of these. Um, I mean, they're not going to win. Projected, not, you know, stat places. I mean, it's probably uh, basing it on their win margin, which is oh. one way to calculate like future wins. So, yeah, that's, that's if this team possible. wins fifty-five or more games, holy shit! I, I mean, think the goal they, should if be they, 50. if they keep playing like this. The goal should be fifty. Sure, why not? The goal should one hundred. Like, with the way that they've started and the, the expectations that they're going to put on themselves, the goal should be fifty wins. How many wins do you need to be a two seed in the East? I think you're going to need fifty-five. I think both the Bucks and the Sixers are going to win up north of fifty-five games. So, and I know the East is more competitive this year, but I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think looking at them getting the two seed is going to be realistic. I know that they're listen. They're going to have offensive droughts where they're not shooting the ball well. Guys are going to miss time. It always happens, you know. If 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 you know, fifty wins is a really good mark. And look at look at Brooklyn. Look at what Brooklyn was able to do last season. Brooklyn was able to have a really nice season. They played really well. They were a, an, an upper forties win team. They won forty two games. They won four. Okay, they were five hundred team. They won forty games. They won forty-two games. They looked really competitive in a nice market. They played hard. They had a good playoff series, and they attracted two damn stars. Miami's yeah, going to have and, cap and they're space. still below five hundred. Well, one of the one of those stars who is the second best player in the world is not playing basketball right now, so that that doesn't help. They replaced D'Angelo Russell with Kyrie Irving. They still yes. suck. Um, but they also got rid of all their other guys to make room for Durant. So the Durant part kind of they matters. didn't. They still kept them all. They just no, traded. They, they traded all, all the all the role guys are gone. All the real guys, real guys are still on that team. No, the Ed Davis's those guys, not not Dimwitty, Laverne. Ed Davis, Dimwitty's still I'm, on the team. He I'm still saying Joe that Harris. the other guys, not not the not the the the. They were able to trade Karis Levert for an actual shooting wing that they could use in Torian Prince. Torian Prince has not been good though. 
shooting over 40% from three on like five attempts. Brooklyn Do you, you watch any NBA besides the Heat? I've uh, and the, the Ra- Raptors. <laughs> Pascal Siakam most improved again. We gave you a Lee Pass account. Do we still have Did it? Did we not give you a Lee Pass account? Yes, we still have a Lee Pass. Man, account. I'm not watching Brooklyn Nets basketball. I do know that they got rid of a lot of the role guys, and I remember reading that. Uh, all the guys that they did get rid of were like their highest plus minus guys, and the guys that they kept were not. So that that has been an issue for them. Um, I feel like Kate's watching more basketball games than you this year. Jared Allen also hasn't been good, and Kate's busy being a mom. I have a crying baby. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.